Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to the Fanfic Fanfic Podcast, which uh, is a name that is no longer fully appropriate as we're only one layer deep now. <laughs> the, the Fanfic Minus Fanfic Podcast. Uh, fanfic Fanfic Origins, where we talk about a, a peculiar fanfic that is uh, a hybrid of My Little Pony and Fallout Equestria, because we're following up on uh, talking about a fanfic of that fanfic uh, that was in a, a attempt by a horrible little uh, reactionary chud to revise uh, the one we're talking about now. If this is your first episode, I'm sorry if that's deeply confusing. <laughs> uh, I didn't bother to keep my notes on the usual script for the way I introduced the show. Um, instead, focus your attention on Fi! Our wonderful, the, the wonderful host of, of this show. I am his co-host, Saw Weirdington Esquire. Yes, and, uh, and I'm Fi. Yep. Can you help us forget uh, that that whole business that, that opened the pod by uh, 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 taking us back to better days? Uh, take us to yesterday's episode. What, yes. what, what happened there? Uh, but first, I would like to just say that once again, we're sp- once again sponsored by Sparkle Cola. Mm, now with radishes. Uh, put in the radiation. Put in the rad in radish. But yes, uh, what happened last week? Uh, last week was, um, our introduction to Steel Hooves. Uh, they were surrounded by alicorns, and, uh, uh, when all hope sight seemed lost, uh, a missile barrage and grenades, uh, blew up a bunch of, a bunch of the alicorns, and they're saved by a mysterious figure clad in metal. Uh, though it falls a little flat when, uh, the third alicorn, uh, ends up, uh, Knocking him over with one of his own missiles and into a uh, set of like landmines. Presumably, ones he himself set up. Uh, luckily, uh, little Pip concocts a uh, a drug-addled last-minute uh, uh, sort of fent and uh, throws a memory orb at uh, at the last surviving alicorn. And because you know, having presumably uh, you like trying to focus all your magic on something that's being thrown at you forces it to activate. Uh, and she gets, you know, memory orbed, uh, and then presumably killed, like uh, one would hope. Um, afterwards, uh, very killed. Uh, sniper, sniper bullet to the brain, while too mesmerized. Like the the thing that's really dark and that I want to really settle on that the story like only just sort of implies and then walks away from is that Alicorn was was in a panic situation of like in the middle of this fight, having the memory of watching Fluttershy like meep and whisper her way through a public address <laughs> and, is, like, and is then killed <laughs> yes but anyways they decide they want to help their uh, mysterious stranger who insists that like just let him die because he died like he wants to die a good death uh and they're like no silly we're gonna we're gonna get you out of this suit and he's like no this if i'm taking out of the suit i'll die they have to try and like reboot his system because he's he's in a like not only is he in, in 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 power armor, he's like an incredibly impressive kind of power armor that has its own like onboard doctor uh, with a series of like combat drugs and and regenerative stims and you know self repairing a, a, a full medical suite and it repairs itself on top of that. But the system was uh, was damaged in the fight and they need to repair it. Uh, sadly, they don't have the parts for it because. Uh, uh, little Pip tells Little Fib and says that she is a fully certified Pip Buck technician. In reality, she doesn't have the, like, basically unlocking master key that she would need to reboot the system. Uh, they have to go into a stable nearby and uh, st- uh, swipe one from their uh, their place. When they go in, uh, we get a bunch of stuff. Uh, first is, like, Little Pip being all, like, <laughs> awkward and jealous over what she presumes to be a budding relationship between uh, Calamity and, and Velvet Remedy. Uh, and in her, like, jealousy at home stage, they, like, split up and search for clues, like a Scooby-Doo episode, only to find horror after horror in this uh, this particular stable, because, you know, all the stables come with their own, like, con- you know, their own test. Uh, uh, this particular one's flavor was that the uh, test was that the entirety of the stable was all, like, automatically operated by, like, a 
like an artificial intelligence supercomputer called a crusade mainframe i sorry crusader mainframe to little pip's horror what seemed like initially accidents turned out to be a controlled effort for the stables automatic systems to try and like prevent the like water shortages that would that would happen when the, the water talisman was damaged and its way of doing that was eliminating a percentage of the population every year and that eventually became such a like because it's a robot it has no concept of like survival nor empathy nor like an ability to to rack it like a of a concept of like what an actual population is it eventually eliminated the population through just like rounding errors basically but yeah so yeah it's a sort of like cautionary tale about one of the another one of the horrors of the stables even the chapter opens with the preface of uh of uh, the stables were never meant to save anyone which, in fact, is a reference to the faults and followed as well, obviously. Uh, I think I covered basically everything that happened in that chapter. Unless I'm forgetting something that you feel critically important to talk about. No, I, I, I think the, the only thing that, I, uh, that, I, that I'd want to uh, uh, mention or talk about was... Uh, I don't think we'd, we didn't really go in, in, in depth about a thing that like really haunts me about that chapter, which is like... The stables are supposed to be experiments to like see if... The results of pony society as it was uh, could 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 be countermanded. Could anything else could be done? Uh, that particular vault really emphasizes that the concept of like fellowship, of friendship, never occurred <laughs> to them. That like maybe if we're friends and like communicate honestly was 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 never one of the the parameters. And that particular vault assumed that like the the, the question was uh would ponies be better if all emotion were taken out of the decision making if the if the if the mm-hmm. if the entity in the the topmost rung of the hierarchy uh was totally emotionally divested from decisions and it assumes absolute hierarchy <laughs> like it, yeah, it 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 is it is like the the premise is is fundamentally broken that like mm-hmm. uh and and the the logic that they programmed into the AI, like the solutions it came to really do emphasize these sort of like thinking of its creators, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that like the, the logic that they, they built this thing with mm-hmm. was, was such that it, uh, was, it jumped to an, an eliminationist, uh, solution to the problem. And I find that kind of interesting. And I'm a little bit sad that it doesn't really go into it in those terms in this chapter. Uh, it, it does come up, and we'll, we'll get to it. So this chapter is called Whispers in Darkness. Uh, it opens with, Pinkie Pie, are you asleep yet? Uh, and um, despite the name, the, the Ten Yeller Whispers in Darkness uh, only covers, like, barely even the first fifth. And if we were still dealing with fucking somber, it would be the entire thing! <laughs> it would be almost twice the length, and it would be it would be nothing but this this first... Uh, but thankfully, as, as we shall soon see, the, the Whispers and Darkness part is the least of this chapter. Uh, and I was actually a little bit worried at first that we were going to get, like, a very somber chapter here. <laughs> mm-hmm. A very somber pony chapter here. But, like, uh, at the end, like, not only was the, the, the Whispers and Dark portion uh, of the Whispers and Dark chapter, uh, had, had a, a pretty interesting resolution. Like, it mm-hmm. came, came to, came to an interesting consequence. But it's brief. <laughs> yeah, we sure we get into it. Uh, after seeing seeing its praises, uh, we come to little Pip uh, is 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 delirious. She's she's trying to sleep, but she's not even awake. Um, she's aware that she's asleep, but she's also having basically the chain link fit stream from from uh, Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. Anybody seen that good piece of cinema? I don't know. Look it up on YouTube. We're old. <laughs> We're old. We are um, old. Uh, I, I guess. I guess to sum it up, um, for the the tiny babies who've never seen Terminator Two, uh, a woman is violently incinerated into a skeleton. Well, while watching an amusement park, while 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 looking at people like going about their day at an amusement park, um, uh, oblivious to the fact that they're they're like run for shot. No, like a protagonist is having a dream where they where they try to 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 yell at at people going about a, a happy day um oblivious to the fact they're about to be eradica- eradicated by nuclear fire and so i see where this where somber got this idea for constantly doing this but again like fine like uh, uh, uh we transition out of it pretty quickly rather than spending the whole chapter in like it. i would say that the like meme of like doing it but more is really in play 
with like basically everything that ever happens in PH where it's like little Pip has like a stress dream about the apocalypse. So BJ has to have like 10 stress dreams about 10 different kinds of apocalypses just to one up that sort of uh, notion. Insufferable. Uh, anyway, so uh, the, the Tenure of Whispers in Darkness is what Pip can hear um, when she drifts in and out of semi-consciousness. Um, and so what she's hearing now is a conversation between uh, Calamity and Velvet uh, about uh, what is wrong with her. Did she pick up something at the stable? Probably. Um, all the drugs can't be helping, can't have helped. And uh, this is the point where, like, listening to them, like, commiserate over her, like, barely living body um makes like sends her into another uh, a new stress dream uh, about uh being trapped down a whale and abandoned by them uh i also want to take a pause uh at this moment to mention that it finally hit me what the what the drug business is about in the first place kcat is exploring what would happen to somebody's body if they were a fallout protagonist yeah <laughs> that, like the, the, the amount of drug use that Little Pip has, has undergone is identical to, to, to the, the amount of, like, oh no, I've, I've forgotten his name, the, the uh, Hunter S. Thompson level <laughs> uh, a, a, a drug consumption that Little Pip is going through is, is just the standard intake of, of, a, of, a, of a Fallout character. She's, uh, she's coming down hard from it. And so it makes... I, I suspect somber, somber pony, like somber, never noticed this, and just thought that like, oh, edgy, um, drug using protect. To the best of my not like, Twilight never like crashed like this. I guess she did, but like, <laughs> it, PH was just a a, a, a goddamn like consequence free. She, she for, definitely like, did uh, crash really hard, but she got plugged into an auto dock, which is a kind of like piece of oh yeah just yeah filtered yeah like filtered out all the bad blood uh put in new blood it was all fine but yeah uh so so most of the chapter is 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 we uh catching up what people are saying while pip is not around but with pip remaining the first person narrator which is also a thing that ph like struggled to do a bunch of times where like blackjack will be like in like a tube that echoes sound really loudly so people who are like whispering about her it happens like multiple times though is one of the again one of the problems with it well at least in this case they'd like have something to talk about besides pip <laughs> like like one of the conversations is hey that shield spell is not you are not an alicorn um if, if you're going to like continue soaking shrapnel for a little pip you, you are going to need armor i'm not going to wear one of those i'm not I'm not. I'm not asking you to wear raider armor or slaver armor, but we are gonna get you fitted up when we get once we get it to ten penny. But Pip does internalize this as uh, like it reassuringly about her because um, she's she's reassured out of her previous like trapped in a well dream that like oh once we get to like ten penny tower a major bastion of civilization they they don't intend to stay there with each other. <laughs> And abandon me? Like I said. <laughs> they need armor to little like, Pip, stay with me? <laughs> little Pip is a baby. It's it's important to remember this. She, um, she's a oh, also, incredibly insecure baby. Also, you mentioned this, like, decade uh, ever, and, like, I sort of kept my mouth shut because, like, I, I worried that I'd miss something. But it comes up in this chapter. This chapter very specifically. Pip, Pip like, bemoans that she is, she is baby. She is uh, mm-hmm. ten years younger yes. than Velvet. Uh, and like resents like being seen as 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 a tiny baby, mm-hmm. uh, and thus like her her romantic ambitions uh, uh, seem uh, more distant now than than ever. Yes, um, and uh, she has she has some severe problems when she uh, uh, wakes up, and uh, Velvet is is lying next to each other. Uh, Velvet like Velvet is 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 warming her, uh, and. Uh, and it is super uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And that it is far too comfortable. Yes. Um, she she is she is in the bad position of being uh, vomitously nauseous and horny. Yes. Which is a bad place to be. She sees the uh, uh, Philadelphia Fun Farm amusement park uh, poster mm-hmm. on the one side of the wall. Which oh that's that's where that dream come from I guess. Yeah. Uh, while trying to, like, lull herself back to sleep and divert her, like, horny energies elsewhere, um, she tries to think of, of different figures 
uh, uh, that that sexy um, rainbow haired, uh, rainbow maned uh, horse from the memory orb. Mm-hmm. Very, very extra out of her age range. Not great. Uh, what about that that figurine of of that uh, wonderful purple uh, maned horse that is Velvet Remedy's great 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 something other aunt? No, <laughs> that's not gonna work. Uh, passes out again. Wakes up feeling feeling finally sane largely refreshed uh half deliriously she 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 gets up um to get some water and here's another conversation this time between steel hooves and calamity long and short steel hooves having having heard calamity's entire story is deeply disappointed in calamity like okay all right um i'm willing to believe all of that which is why I'm telling you, kidding me? <laughs> do you do you do you re- really believe uh, that this tiny horse is just uh, maintenance tech, like just just some civvy wandering around the waste? Yes. Break it down for me. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I if I'm mis- if I'm misunderstanding. Okay. <clears throat> for 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 the listener out there, let me uh, so let me let me see if I'm getting this straight. You have this 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 small horse. After killing all of us, we're, we all of us down for the count. Completely disabled me. Killed an alicorn in a single shot. One bullet straight to the brain pan. I examined the, the body. That was a civilian. Uh, yes, uh, she 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 did a trick with memory arm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Also, correct me if I'm wrong. She is uh had unique capacity as a as a criminal. To break any lock, including ones that have gone unmolested uh, and and unbeaten for two hundred years. Did, yes, I mean, I mean, look. <laughs> Sounds suspicious when you say it like that. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even go into the fact. Like, apparently, Calamity didn't tell him about the incredibly suspicious interaction she's had with sprite, <laughs> with uh, uh, sprite bots. And she just wandered into a a disputed territory, killed the dragon actually running it, all to put her favored favored person in in complete control of the region. I'm I mean I I I was involved. I I I, I, I was there too. I helped. And like Pip is completely like completely aghast by all of these accusations, but also like. She doubts. She's beginning to doubt her own story. Is she <laughs> hears this guy? So you mean to tell me she's not from a vault? I have every reason to believe that she's from a vault. Uh, maybe some Ministry of Awesome project. I don't know, but <laughs> I thought the Ministry of Awesome didn't do nothing. Ultimately, like Calamity uh, uh, puts his hoof down and says, "Look, I I don't care what you think. I I I'm the one who'd been traveling with her." Not a sly, sneaky hair in, in either of their manes, huh? Not a one. Did you know that when Little Pip sleeps, she has a cute little snore? <laughs> There's something extremely interesting in the in like uh, in the characterization here, uh, and it's it's important to to bring up before like a a thing happens in the in the next section, which is that uh, Steel Hooves is really shaping up to be, in all ways, an artifact. Uh, he is a holdover of the pre-war world. Yes. 100%. And pre-war logic. Um, and it makes all the sense in the world that to him, uh, Little Pip is obviously a spook. Uh-huh. Like, 100%. Uh, Ministry of Awesome Things, something about the arcane sciences. Some 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 artifact of the ministries had to be uh, has to be in play here. Because there's no way that just a random... And, and moreover, an institutional artifact. Yes, hundred percent. Like we get, like, like the 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 stuff that she's done, especially the like CIA <laughs> levels of uh, um, uh, administration. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 the 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 CIA levels of of of, uh, of cooing <laughs> that that went on in uh, um, shattered hoof. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely screen like to him like okay she's she's able to hack anything sure 
uh, her and her uh, all access key card. Uh, like, yeah. So, so that's that's of course where his suspicions immediately run. And and also, hilariously to him, um, Velvet also reads as a spy. Like, <laughs> oh, a direct descendant of oh 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 yes, a direct descendant of uh, of of not only a ministry mayor but a, one of the one of their 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 nieces that was was in charge of stable tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those, huh? And she's a uh, get anywhere, convince anybody of anything uh, a, a diplomat, eh? Yeah, that's it's completely above board. Mm-hmm. That's extremely normal. Yeah, the, the, the paranoia there. She's just wandering around, huh? <laughs> and I think my... Fi- like, And this is another, like, hey, somber asshole, did you read this? Like, if somber was writing this, like, that, that would just all be true. Like, that, that he, like, Pip would actually be some sort of spy. Because, like, Steel, Steel Hooves is a, like, hardened realist. Yes. I mean, the, what's what's shaping up to be the theme of the story, I think, and I, I really hope I'm right about this, because it does seem to be the thing, is that um, the whole struggle of the story is to find the whimsy of the, the, of the true uh, good old days. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, like, the, the... Um, to dare to be stupid, <laughs> to, 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 to dare to trust yeah, and it, like, not the, not the prelapsarian golden age of society, but the actual like values enshrined in the very like early, uh, aspects of, uh, equestrian society, I guess the actual like elements of harmony, one might say, um, yes, uh, before war and glory, uh, overtook them. Friendship was magic. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's interesting, and it's going to come up uh, in this next section, uh, which is uh, uh, Steel Hooves insisting, very insistently, that he's, he's coming along. Uh, I, I owe you, after all. <laughs> Steel Hooves has added himself to your party. And uh, Pip like, sort of tries to dismiss it. You'll have to ask the others. Already spoke to them on this. They claimed you're their leader. <laughs> Why? <laughs> She's like, I am but a tiny baby. I got a name tag and everything. Designated baby. <laughs> Is it because of the radio? <laughs> Are they listening to the radio too much? <laughs> this is a yet another thing Palm 3 has to answer for. <laughs> Listen here, you little shit. Stop making me sound so cool. <laughs> it's, it's interfering with the... <laughs> the social dynamics of my relationships of other people around me but yeah and they have a big old uh, lumbering relic of the past uh added to their party uh who very pointedly doesn't have small arms yes <laughs> like who has who has only hyper death yes he is a he is a lifefeldian overkill level of like character he's just got guns and guns strapped to guns on him and what's great about this story is that's a problem yes <laughs> it, is, it is it is a strict impediment in many ways mm-hmm. um so we get another uh, uh pawn three uh recording this time it's it, pip is grateful that it's not about her again uh but um she is uh, uh a quest marker um, with a with a a a, uh, a bullseye next to it, mm-hmm. with a, with a target reticle over it, uh, um, named uh, Sheriff Grimstar appears on on her task list because uh, uh, Pawn Three is reporting that a bunch of uh, ghouls are trying to seek refuge uh, from the hellhounds and manticores and nonsense out between Tenpenny. I've I've lost it on my notes, but anyway, out out in the wild. And Grimstar responded by uh, getting together a bunch of uh, mercs to uh, kill them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pawn Three has has a really excellent response um, to like a, a closeout to this report. Just warms the heart to know there are ponies out there steadfastingly defending prejudice and bigotry, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you, Chief Grimstar, and may Celestria bless you with a kiss from the sun. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, Steelhooves seeing uh, Pip's heckles uh, raise um, 
uh, and hearing the uh, Kill Bill sirens uh, <laughs> emitting from her, um, says, <clears throat> Not a fan of ghoul supporters, I take it. Uh, Pip's head slowly swivels. <laughs> One of the kindest ponies I've ever met in this blasted hellscape was a ghoul. Ditsy Duel is a perfect saintly angel, and I will not hear anywhere <laughs> against her or any ponies like her. Yay! Pawn 3 is right, and if you don't get that, then you have no place traveling with us. Steel Hooves said nothing, mm-hmm. but began to pack. <laughs> Oh, all right then. Mm-hmm. And I and I mentioned all that stuff about like him being a relic and like his 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 sort of point of view on uh, Pip based on everything he's heard so far. This is clearly a government agent, clearly clearly a spook, and thus uh, without any sort of internal moral framework of any kind, uh, the, the the most uh, uh, duplicitous and awful kind of monster. Um, and so that, in, you know, like, it is no wonder that he assumed, you know, watching, watching the, a, an expression of disgust go on her face at that report, that she would be on the side law, uh, on this, on the side of the, the, the police, uh, uh, butchering refugees. And is apparently, it is, has obviously, physically, manifestly been moved by being proven wrong on that. It d- definitely seems to be a moment of, uh, oh, maybe, maybe I did misjudge you. I still don't trust you, but I, I might have misjudged yes. you. <laughs> They, 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 uh, um, Calamity and Little Pip have a talk, and Calamity, uh, reassures Pip that, like, don't worry, I, I, I didn't absorb nothing from that conversation <laughs> with Steel Aris back there. <laughs> uh, I know you, I know your heart. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna let no stranger get, get me all twisted up about Yeah, I, I, I do appreciate how, like, loyal Calamity is. He's, he's a good boy. We, so far, we're, we're at a... At a at a pace of a mem- a, a morb per per chapter, I think the thing that's not insufferable about this is that like they 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 all there's a reasonable explanation for why the orb is here. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and the orb has something interesting to impart. Mm-hmm. It is the, the 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 morb is neither pointless nor literally like. Bursting from the ground, like, mm-hmm. falling out of an air vent. Like, I'm still not a terribly big fan of them as a form of exposition, but it's just because like it's a very like clear exposition is happening now moment uh, that is very easy to like. Upon rereads, it's very easy for me to just skip. Uh, that's definitely what happened a lot in the original story, at least because they're all about like people we would care about and not a bunch of like nobodies that have to kind of like dance like because you can't just make them all about characters that had lives in foe because that would end up stealing a lot of thunder or it would it would conflict a lot so you kind of have to like wheedle around by it's like oh it's it's pinkie pie's cousin jerry who would just happen to be here while some important thing was being said but this is like yeah this this time it is a uh one of steel hooves memories mm-hmm. uh, a thing he seemed to have had removed specifically for the purpose of revisiting mm-hmm Oh, um, he might have been using a receiver or a recorder. I'm trying, well, anyway, I remember he he has he has a morb uh, recounting the uh, I present you Robocop. <laughs> yes, um, which he invites uh, Pip to observe mm-hmm. while, while everybody else is packing while, while she's done packing and everybody else is, is doing like various things to, to pass the time. Um, sort of as as a sign of uh, uh, trust, mm-hmm. it seems like. Oh, okay. That that was a response. That, you know, that response earlier was not one something I was expecting. You were looking at my. You, you were. I saw you looking at my morb. <laughs> he he had it placed on a on a on a sort of a velvet case above uh, a portrait of Applejack, mm-hmm. and uh, he he uh, let Spittle Little Pip see inside of it as long as she was uh, staring at it curiously, and it's basically you know uh, 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 emphasizes that yes, that was. He is the same green horse that was at that party. Yeah, apple snacks. He is. He is. Yep. He is the same uh, younger man that yes. uh, uh, Applejack uh, had his arm candy, uh, and he was indeed the first uh, prototype Steel Ranger. Uh, so we go on an exploration thing. Uh, at some point along the way, uh, Velvet mentions, "If you could, uh, dear, if you could please, if something happens, uh, do 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 be a dear and allow Pip and Calamity to deal with it." <laughs> uh, you make awful lot of noise, and 
uh, I am sorry to say that I, I, I appreciate your efforts in dealing with those alicorns, but uh, you did more damage to me than they did. Hey, you have no concept of the idea of danger close, and I do not want to be eating shrapnel. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention, uh, Calamity actually did mention uh, uh, earlier during the, like, talk together. One of the reasons that he hasn't really taken um, Steel Hooves' uh, suspicion seriously is he is a Steel Ranger, and fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, he hasn't gone into, we haven't gone into details about, like, why specifically fuck those guys, but Calamity does not have an awful lot of respect. And, and, and neither do I. <laughs> yeah, fuck those so guys. We, yeah, we don't know yet why, but apparently, fuck those yes. guys. So while, uh, Calamity and Velvet are, are, are bickering a bit, Pip is, is half convinced, or fully convinced, she, she isn't, uh, quite sure, uh, that it's flirting, um, she, she, uh, reduces her pace to go talk to, to Steel Hooves, who is a little, like, resident, resident, <coughs> reticent to, to have any sort of conversation, mm-hmm. but she asks the right question. If it's the Ministry of Technology, why do I keep seeing the initials MWT? Ah, uh, yes, it was officially the Ministry of Wartime Technologies, but you see, <laughs> uh, Applejack hated the name, um, and he, he, he goes on at length, uh, about, it really helped the entire economy. Uh, it's you know, Applejack's preferred goals with it, it being uh, as much or more a civilian institute as as a as a military one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is so enraptured about talking about this um, when Pip, Little Pip sees a glimpse of something green in the sky. Um, he does not acknowledge uh, Little Pip's question of, did you see that? <laughs> uh, we go on and uh, the Pip Buck flashes... Uh, Four stars, Grand Terminal, and Central Offices. Well, actually, um, they, they, uh, never mind. I, I'm, I'm skipping around in my notes. Little Pip hears the sound of a, uh, Paris Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and says, hold on, uh, uh hold up, I've, I gotta go check on something. Check on something? In the middle of a dense fog while we're, like, en route from point A to point B? Does she do this a lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wander off, break travel to explore random ruins all the time. She is, in fact, a tiny klepto. Her loot senses are tingling. I can smell something not being nailed down. Uh, so so she, she travels off further into uh, the building, which, you know, ping, EFS, uh, four stars, Grand Terminal Central Offices. She has a brief conversation with Watcher. And, oh, actually, at this point, she realizes, oh, this whole interaction is not helping my case that I'm some sort of super spy. <laughs> I'm doing the thing that specifically a super spy would be doing right now. <laughs> so, uh, a uh, terrifying bit of um, sort of uh, set design, uh, environmental storytelling. There's a, a pair of vending machines. Um, a, a soda machine uh, with sparkle coal and sarsaparilla, uh, sunrise sarsaparilla, uh, and an ammo yes. uh, vending machine. Anybody, without uh, interacting with with another horse, can buy soft drinks and bullets. (laughs) What sort of a world (laughs) did they live in, Brewer? Yeah, the world of hypercapitalism. A fucking, all is not well. Uh, So here, Watcher um, either displays some obliviousness or lies. Uh, When uh, when, when, uh, Pip asks about Rainbow Dash's Ministry of Awesome... Watcher seems to be under pressure. It was just a pure resource sink. They they had offices, but like mm-hmm. Rainbow just just you know hang out, basically hung out in an arcade with a bunch of bunch of bros. Um, eventually, it was closed up and used um, used for storage, and that's all the Watcher knows, or at least claims to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a little bit of trivia on the 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 two horses, the the main six collectibles. Which hilariously we find out are limited edition. Yes. <laughs> they, they, basically, they're the toys. They're the actual. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're the actual. Fem toys. Friendship is magic yeah. figurines. <laughs> uh, but in this world, uh, um, in some way magically potent and highly limited editions. Yes. A very, very small number of them were ever made. Something, I think, literally 42 were ever made. Something like that. Yes. Only 42, seven sets. Mm-hmm. And so that explains why, and I forgot to mention, uh, that uh, there is there is an Applejack among uh, Steel Rain's effects in his little shack. Mm-hmm. And so that, it, you know, explains how he got one. 
um, if he really is in excess of 200 years old. Yes. Uh, while this conversation is happening, um, Steel Hooves is, What's going on in there? <laughs> hey! Are you having any clandestine rendezvous? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you are. <laughs> Well, Watcher notes that it sounds familiar to, uh, to them. Uh, we, we hear Red Eye's voice uh, telling about how raiders, ghouls, and hellhounds are bad. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Red Eye is a uh, is anti-ghoul. Um, if we if we didn't have enough reasons to hate him, yeah. <laughs> got to pile on more heat. Oh, if Red Eye wins, Ditsy Doo will be shot. Oh no! Um, Red Eye, Red Eye must be stripped of all of his organs <laughs> and his skin. Uh, now it's personal. <laughs> Now we really gotta kill him. You know what? You know what? Red Eye can keep his his organs and his skin, but we will we will have to take his bones. <laughs> uh, take all his terrible horse bones with him. <clears throat> all right. So, uh, uh, cut to uh, Steel Hooves um, notices. Okay, this this wasn't a waste of time after all. You found the the monorail. This is this is a central station, uh, a transport hub. Assuming that it's an intact at all um and it should be um the the bomb basically like killed all of the people <laughs> but the infrastructure is is you know should be more or less in line uh and however far it can take us um that is uh distance not traveled over uh horrible mutants and raiders yeah. uh through through a nightmare rubblescape so good job Let's do that. Well, first, I want to see what's behind this locked door. <laughs> oh, sorry, to, to clarify. Uh, what? <laughs> I want to see what's behind the locked door. Why? Because it's locked. Sound logic. I see no flaws with this. Calamity, calamity giggles, uh, notably. Yes. Like, oh, <laughs> this is a, yeah, yep. <laughs> Uh, 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 double O horse that right here, yeah. like cunning, cunning, cunning triple agent. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that the 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 way uh that they're getting still hoops to trust Pip is that she's just a dumb baby. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon slayer, the literate liberator of shattered hooves, and yet here she is, tiny and baby. <laughs> Tiny and baby. With with a lockpick. <laughs> and a screwdriver. Get, getting her little gobliny hooves all over. <laughs> it's literally nailed down and she's prying up the nails. <laughs> <laughs> so what, this, is, this, thing, this is why I love this protagonist. She's the best. You made a goblin your protagonist. <laughs> Oh my god, she is. She's horny, she's small, she she takes, she loots everything. <laughs> Undoes locks because they are there. <laughs> See, now don't you love her quite the way I do? <laughs> uh. Uh, so they open the door, and uh, suits of magical party, uh, powered armor filled with horse bones. Uh, some scorch marks on the ceiling that once held turrets. Unfortunately... There is still an active turret. It puts six holes in, in our in our in our hero, little Pip. Um, she dies. <laughs> she dies, and that's the, the end. end. <laughs> Roll credits. Um, boot up last save. Yes. Uh, uh, Velvet has an extra strength restorative potion that she is uh, uh, pouring down little Pip's throat, though low that she were a goose. We get some uh, get some fill in on, on what's happened in between. They have discerned that that turret was filled with armor piercing bullets. Uh, little Pip might have been able to soak those uh, wounds with with her gear, um, but n they were unsoakable. Yep. Uh, these are uh, anti steel ranger bullets. Mm -hmm. um, Calamity goes about the process of uh, looting the other steel rangers. Steel hooves orders him to stop. Calamity uh, informs him uh, uh, just far how far up his uh, metal ass he can shove it. <laughs> hey, buddy, you're pretty keen on firing those uh, hyper death guns you got. You think we're going to find ammo for him in desk drawers and closets? <laughs> it's just 
just rummage in the, the the nearest locker. I'm sure there'll be a bunch of grenades in there. Uh, to his credit, Steel Hooves does in fact shut the fuck up <laughs> and allow Calamity to go about his business. Uh, so sort of another like echo of like how very old, how very old Steel Hooves is that he's he's still obsessed with like. The honor of his 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 battle brothers, his fellow Spoice Marines, mm-hmm. um, whereas Calamity is <clears throat> man of modern time. Yeah, also, the the Steel Rangers are Look. are modeled after the Brotherhood of Steel. They're very much like a knightly order on top of that as well. Yeah. So they're they very much enshrine like you know like honor and duty and and respectability in all of their like actions and ways. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Were were they using it? <laughs> Did 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 they did they need him need all these uh, grenades and 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 rockets uh, urgently? So we get a creepy uh, dystopian, very Fallout message. Uh, actually, it is the message on this terminal. I think sums up the tone of this entire uh, story so far. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I will go ahead and read it. Attention, all four star employees, in conjunction. Oh, sorry. Uh, um, yeah, attention all four-star employees in conjunction with new safety and security protocols. All employees will be issued a standard military-class firearm. This firearm is to be worn at all times on company property. Failure to do so, or failure to keep your firearm in well-maintained and properly loaded, uh, will be grounds for termination under Employee Uniform Policy 13B. In the unlikely event, <clears throat> in the unlikely event of incursion. Onto four-star private property by government forces. <laughs> All employees are required to defend four-star property uh, and executive. All employees are therefore required to attend at least one of the three four-star defense and teamwork building weekend training programs this month. Failure to do so will be grounds for termination under employee attendance policy 6F. Daisy May will be providing some of her lovely home-baked flour cookies for refreshments after the uh, exercises. Yum! <laughs> uh, I'd read that message before several times on each term- terminal I hacked into. Uh, she keeps looking over her shoulder at steel hooves. Uh, they uh, apparently decided to uh, uh, split up, guys. We'll cover more ground if we search in, uh, search in groups. Uh, Velvet and uh, Calamity were sent to the basement. Pip chose uh, uh, Steel Hooves uh, to, to sort of guard her while she uh, messes with terminals. Um, she asks her... Uh, she <clears throat> Pip asks Steel Hooves in between uh, uh, hackings. Um, Steel Hooves, have you ever heard somebody named Flutter Guy? <laughs> uh, I heard somebody say you sounded like Flutter Guy. Heard that before. It's just a joke. <laughs> um, I take it this is a like in yeah. This is a this is a horse pervert. Yeah, thing. let me explain. So in one of the episodes, there's a whole thing where they all get like affected by this thing called poison joke. Um, it's it, it makes them all funny things happen to them. And uh, Fluttershy's particular flavor is that she gets like a really deep baritone voice for the entire episode. Uh, and the like fan name, and I think it may actually be in the episode. I don't remember. It's been too many years. Uh, was Flutter Guy. So, Steel Hooves is, like, canonically has a very deep baritone, like, man voice. More, you know. Anyway. Um, so we get another dystopic, uh, evacuation policy, uh, wherein, uh, all baseline employees, uh, are encouraged um, to ensure uh, eight degrees of of management above them uh, are seen to safety before they are allowed to concern themselves with their own safety. Mm-hmm. The two things they're afraid of are a mega spell attack and, for some reason, a federal raid. <laughs> Very um, worried about that part for some reason. Yeah, seems like an odd thing to... Military class armor piercing ammo uh, to all employees above the supervisor level. Um, so yes, uh, they are extremely worried about a federal raid and specifically worried about heavily armored, uh, attackers. Pip notes again that, Ste- like, is, is a little bit frustrated that Steel Hooves is indeed as unsubtle as, um, uh, Velvet, uh, was, was worried, uh, because he leaves very little dilute. <laughs> it is an extremely Pip concern. Pip's highest frustration is that there's not much left to loot after she's done. <laughs> 
uh, off of the bodies of, of the things that uh, come to attack them. Yes, as he blows them into space. Brain, uh, brain bots and, and spider-like guard robots all uh, kill obliterated by uh, uh, steel hooves uh, over-the-top onslaughts. Uh, we get an interesting uh, a new, uh, a, a, a unique terminal message. Um, that the Minister of Morale got a hold of somebody named Satin. Um, apparently, uh, Minister, yeah, uh, uh, this is the first time it's been called Mom mm-hmm. in the text, and that's, that's suitable and interesting. Uh, but this explains why these sudden, sudden alertness and sudden paranoia about a, uh, an in, imminent, uh, federal raid. Uh, and the person who, uh, wrote this message, uh, concludes it with, fuck these apple seed shooters, I'm bringing, I'm gonna start bringing my gun from home. <laughs> Because they're confident that whoever um, uh, Satin is, the Ministry of Morale, will find out what they want to know. And whatever's going on here, they're going to come down on them pretty hard. Uh, Pip continues to loot. is actually delighted that, like, they're over... Like, uh, despite the the complete destruction of the the guard robots and the unlootableness of them, uh, there's boxes of ammo everywhere! Mm. There's, there's There's enough ammunition here to support a small army. It's it's actually kind of actually a bigger than small it's army. Funny because this is definitely something that that uh, Kcat didn't need to do. But there's like the amount of effort that's gone to give the diegetic reason for why like a monorail train terminal has so much goddamn ammo at it is like a fun thing. Like just the the yes. sheer amount of effort given towards like no, there are boxes of ammo here because of some crazy pre war bullshit was happening. It's a lot more effort than they needed to do, but I respect and, and appreciate the effort. Oh, there's 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 a lot that goes into it. I hope. Oh no, I I think I I forgot to put it on my notes. There's something very specific, and I I, I have to just scroll through the story, and I hope my eyes land on it. Uh, but there's an extremely specific video gamey thing that happens in this chapter that is beautifully uh, subsumed into the narrative. It's 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 it really struck me as yet another hey hey kids video games are fun mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, moment. And I hope that uh, my eyes land on it as as I read through this. Otherwise, we'll have to catch it up. We'll, we'll have to comment it on the recap of next episode. Yeah. Um, but but there is a thing in here. I guess it can't have had too big an impact on me because I can't remember it now. Um, uh, anyway, um, Pip's, um, nonsense, uh, ultra-powerful piece of, uh, of pre-war technology on our, uh, on our, uh, on our wrist gives them the heads up, uh, every time something, uh, vaguely hostile is about to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, seeing another, uh, red ping, little Pip says, yeah, around that corner. Steel hooves obligingly goes around the corner. They, uh, uh, Pip hears a voice. This is private property, federal pigs! Surrender and be a lion, lady! <laughs> uh, the foosh of a rocket. Flames. And then the, the surprising part. It is the, the sound of steel hooves falling down. Oops. Oh, and because I've been leaving out, uh, Pip's luscious swearing. I'll, I'll go ahead and include it this time. Luna shitting moon rocks! <laughs> yeah. That's something that yeah we, uh, we so, haven't yeah commented on it uh, too much is that a uh, little pip is a some of them are really <laughs> vulgar like like the reason I've been leaving them out is that they are very strong she, she is a expert uh, swear smith I guess she she yes. she's very good at coming up which which is which is another notch in the goblin column <laughs> so she pulls out her sniper rifle loads some of those uh, armor piercing bullets that they've they've been collecting at an alarming rate uh, throughout this terminal. Uh, crouches low and peeks around the corner, uh, and there is a, uh, uh, one heck of a brain bot. Its brain is not immediately visible. It appears to be some, uh, hybrid of Steel Ranger and Tank, mm-hmm. which is already a tank. Yes. More tank than ever before. Uh, loaded with a ludicrous, uh, amount of, uh, uh weapons, including a chest-mounted minigun, uh, that is about to fire almost certainly armor-piercing rounds into our new... Uh, steel friend. Uh, before it uh, tears into him, uh, Little Pip activates her sats uh, and fires off three shots. Uh, the first shot gets its attention uh, and uh, turns to her, uh, but the third shot uh, gets somewhere, uh, 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 fires into one of those rocket tubes uh, and causes a chain reaction that tears the thing apart. <laughs> um, she is uh, uh, grazed by a high-caliber <laughs> uh, armor-piercing shell, uh, but thankfully 
uh, she's able to recover. And Steel Hooves uh, is going to take a moment siesta uh, while his uh, uh, implausible uh, wonder armor uh, repairs him and itself. This is actually a beautiful sentence. This is a beautiful bit like, Will you be okay? I asked. Steel Hooves nodded, stalwartly, not moaning. Then I'll be right back. I want to know what that monster was guarding. <laughs> oh, geez, are you okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Great, I'm going to go looting. <laughs> I'm going to loot what was there, whatever was on the other side of that thing. Man, that was big. It really fucked you up. There must be something good in there. <laughs> oh, man. Really appreciating that my... And it turns like, out to be the president's office suite. She is correct. <laughs> really appreciate my, like, one-off joke about, oh, Pip's a gremlin. <laughs> it's <was> really paying <laughs> dividends. <laughs> I love this gay baby goblin. Desk was locked. It cost me a bump. <laughs> um, she notes the irony that inside was a security pass card that now makes all of that fighting irrelevant. <laughs> Box of ammo under the desk containing matrix destru- uh, description grenades, basically MP grenades. Mm-hmm. Um, notes at the uh, hilarious irony that um, a magical shotgun of dragon slaying in the dragon's chamber, indeed. <laughs> yep. Very useful for very very useful for very large uh, killy robots, yep. and definitely under there in the first place to deal with uh, the potential of a lot of steel rangers coming in. <laughs> Because the power armor <laughs> to ask questions. Because yeah, the power armor is actually with grenades. Yeah, from EMPs. Okay, so uh, on the terminal, uh, we get uh, a, a very strong opening line. When Manhattan uh, suffers a mega spill event, or worse, if the Ministry of Morale stages a raid on this property, <laughs> all executive officers of four stars are uh, to proceed to the basement stable in accordance with evacuation procedures ZS One uh, A. Uh, D5 list below. Uh, please keep to your assigned routes. Uh, a very, an, a, a, a wildly foolhardy uh, a bit of text here um, indicating what we're about to see at the end of the chapter. The four-star stable is guaranteed to keep you safe and protected in the event of either catastrophe and has food and water and medical supplies to outlast even a complete mega spell event. Nearly 12 whole weeks worth. <laughs> Uh, also includes an armory and fire range practice and plenty of reading material to keep you occupied. Uh, instruction manuals on how to accommodate yourself to the new exterior environment once the after effects of the mega spell de- donation- detonations have subsided. And, pro- and the proper etiquette for greeting our new ruling zebra benefactors. Mm-hmm. Pip notes that Steel Rangers were not under the uh, auspices of the Ministry of Morale, which means that they had messed up in some... Yeah. <laughs> There's something real bad going on here. Uh, the final terminal, uh, is difficult enough that she almost resorts to her part-time mentals, but manages to get through anyway. And finds a really cool armor set. It's an armored dress. Yay! Uh, red and black with gold trim. <laughs> uh, perfectly preserved. Uh, strips it over her back, um, thinking Velvet Remedy would look stunning in it. It also came with a helmet. Uh, the... Red feather crest, really, probably not great. Kind of screams target. <laughs> Inside were some assault carbines of impressive design. One of them was uh, scoped and fitted with a silencer. Had a custom wood-carved handle stained with stripes of white and black. Hmm. Couldn't remember where she got uh, that. So we uh, we cut to uh, the basement. Calamity and uh, Velvet waiting for her in front of a locked terminal. Offers the army army to, to Velvet Remedy, who indeed uh, casts aside the helmet as, quote, garish. <laughs> oh, and it's a target. Just, ah, it's ugly. Where the hell did you find that? Steel Hooves says, uh, in response to everything, <laughs> all of it. Uh, presumably both the pass card and uh, uh, what uh, Little Pip found for Velvet Remedy. Clamity seems quite smitten. Uh, by by how uh, Velvet looks in it, but then again, we're th- seeing you know we're seeing it through the eyes of. And he notes that uh, no pony's yeah no no pony's gonna mistake you for a raider or a slaver, and I ain't gonna accidentally shoot you. We <laughs> um, uh, tell you calamity about ending your sentences one like one word early, <laughs> but we get two twists, uh, one after the other. Uh, first, Steel Hooves grumbles, I might. That's a zebra legionnaire's uniform. 
Uh, he says this just as the doors open. Uh, the, the door that uh, Pip unlocked with her uh, pass card. Uh, whereupon we find dozens and dozens of gleaming. They are zombies. Yep. They are zebras. <laughs> they are zeb zombies. Zebrombies. Zebrombies. Um, dum 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 in chapter. Yep. Uh, and that's that's the conclusion of this chapter. Is that uh, apparently uh, whoever is running this terminal had given up on on the uh, the the likelihood of uh, Equestria managing to win this mm-hmm. war, and uh, apparently collaborated in uh, bringing that uh, the the mega spell device into the city. Yep. Uh, and were badly ill informed <laughs> about about the timeline <laughs> of mega spell radiation after effects. One hundred percent. Uh, yeah, so they kind of screwed everybody over for really no benefit. <laughs> Whoops. It's a war for you, baby. But at least Velvet is now armored and stylish. Yes. The second part far more important than the first. Naturally. Very stylish. That is, that is, uh, that is her first priority, and honestly, who could blame her? I think we've, we've like, yeah, we're, uh, um, uh, hey, yet another cliffhanger that, like, is a classic pulp cliffhanger that works as a cliffhanger. Yes. I care. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what happens You, next you could week. definitely, like, if this was a TV show, you could hear the, like, to-be-continued stinger uh, play as... Uh, round, <laughs> roundabout. Yeah. The, the, the first chords of roundabout begin yes, to play. <laughs> exactly. Uh, some, some, some sort uh, of... For those of you at home, if, 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 if you're not familiar, the, the, the um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure meme of just before the to-be-continued of the, like, raring uh, electric guitar... Uh, is from a uh, song called Roundabout by a band whose name right now escapes me. Anyway, um, that is the meme I was referring to. Uh, is the JoJo to be continued meme. <laughs> uh, uh, Fi, do you have anything to uh, say now that I've murdered that joke? Now that I've, I've driven it into the ground? No, it's good. I'm clapping. It. I'm clapping. Uh, uh... No, gosh. Um, I don't know. I I, I, I really like uh, sort of Steel Hooves' intro in this whole like sequence. Um, I think he's a I think he's a nice counterbalance to the rest of the crew who like and I think everybody is though. Like I think I think the I think the composition of the party of, of Fall Equestria has always been really strong, but it's just it's like something I've definitely really come to appreciate, uh, you know, after reading PH and that like PH is like shaggy dog story is such a mess with its characterization of everybody that everyone feels like a wet noodle that i'm constantly trying to like justify their personalities and like extrapolate their identities based off of things they've said and done or just create new ones yes. whole cloth out of yes, jokes like rampage <laughs> or lacuna or morning glory or 21 or really just any of them but here it's like i have like and it's something i've always said about the story like it's 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 i i can clearly tell you what Calamity's character is like, I can, or, or what Velvet Remedy character is like, I can say, yeah, it, they, they, they all pass the, um, uh, uh, red letter media smell mm-hmm. test of, uh, Hey, can you describe this character without a describing anything about their appearance or B mentioning anything they mm-hmm. do? If you could do that, if you can describe a character without mentioning any specific action, or describing their appearance, then you know you have a, a, a strongly drawn character. Yes. You have a recognizable character with a personality. Mm-hmm. And, and a role in the story that doesn't feel, like, forced or tacked on. So, in that regard, like, they, you know, it's, it's, it's... All these characters are really strongly written, and I think that Steel Hooves adds, like, a really nice bat, like bit to the mix where he's, like, clearly, you know, he's, he's genuinely suspicious of Little Pip in a way that the other two kind of aren't, because, like... I mean, Little Pip, in a vacuum, like, out from an outsider perspective, is kind of a suspicious individual. And so, like, you can definitely f- feel that. And also the fact that he's, like, this weird, like, this weird racist grandpa is kind of also, like, an important factor to have in the story. Where he, like, knows a bunch of things about the pre-war era, but it's all filtered through this, like, fucking cheesecloth. Propagandized lens. Like, yeah. uh, cheesecloth of both, like, propaganda and, like, experiences that make him very biased towards very specific kinds of things. You know, that just adds, like, an interesting, like, wrinkle into the whole story. And the same way that, like, you know, all of them do. Like, I, I think Velvet Remedy is one of those characters that people just do not put a lot of value into. Definitely, definitely don't. 
uh, her, her, her role in the story as a sort of pacifist, I think is incredibly important, uh, to the overall like composition of the group. But yeah, um, uh, I also, mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of interesting. I, I feel that, uh, Steel Hooves kind of puts a finger in the eye of the, of the standard complaint from the, let's just say the sort of person who would say that PH was a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the complaint of overpowered character. Uh-huh. Um, because he's, he's, he's a steel ranger. He is wildly overpowered. He is, um, he is a, 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 uh, man-sized tank, uh, loaded down with, um, holocaust of munitions, um, and, and ludicrous, uh, infinitely self-repairing armor. Um, but two things. One, he is massively overconfident, Mm -hmm. which leads him to, uh, walking into armor-piercing missiles. Um, and, and misjudging his ability to take out three alicorns simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's so a combination of like overconfident and, uh, struggling with a 200 year old death yes. wish. Uh, and is that, a- um, and the fact that, uh, and the fact that he's, he's kind of a danger to the yeah, people around him as well. He's clearly not used to like being in a combat role with other people around him. And he's much more like. Who are yeah. not yeah, or not at the minimum similarly yes. armored, uh, so he can just go around blasting and it not be a, a problem. So yeah, him him being a, a party of normal people like puts him at a massive disadvantage and puts the party at a massive disadvantage. And yeah, it's it's a it's a well it's a well considered addition to the story because of course they need someone who like can be a heavy hitter, but it's like it's like you don't like bombs can't solve all problems because they have a lot of downsides so it's it's good from just a pure like if you just want to talk about like a pure combat perspective i guess uh he his his role is very like balanced within the party but yeah he just he overall adds a lot uh but yeah i think that that we should probably wrap up now you, you, know, what, you know what i'm also excited about seeing him grow and yeah, change yeah that's also cool <laughs> um uh I, I think the final note is uh is 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 confirmation that the rest of the the group sees Pip as as the yeah. leader, and Pip doesn't like it. Cannot understand like bl- blames the radio. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, she's like a little in the vein. Like uh, it's interesting. Somber seems to have absorbed this fact that she's the only one with like a will to power. <laughs> I I don't know how else to put it. She she's the only one. With the ambition, yeah, to do things like like she she has a clear vision of of what she wants to do and what she feels needs to be yeah, done. Yeah, it's just the classic hero's journey thing um, of like now that she's put in it, like in the adventure scenario, she like is like you know a fish to water. Finally, her weird um, gaggle of uh, misfit skills and and weird technical abilities and and. Uh, magic gun technology is like has like you know a role to serve so even though all of her companions are older than mm-hmm. her uh uh by significant margins um uh of, of at least a decade and in one case 200 years mm-hmm. um uh they they look to her to leadership because she uh is the one who wants yeah, she leads um, she and, they, and they're not. yeah yeah, um, and though, like, though they, like, yeah, though though other members of the party have, like, different competencies and, 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 and more life experience, Calamity was, like, set in his, like, yeah, Calamity, I think, seems to be awash in the fact that, like, realizing that he'd been sitting on his, sitting on his ass <laughs> in, in, in New Appaloosa, or early, in orbit of New Appaloosa for however long, mm-hmm. uh, when he could have been, when he could have been uh, turning old Appaloosa upside down. Um, like, I get the impression that he's in awe of, like, oh, I could have been doing that at any time. Uh, the, the joke I made in that episode. Like, you live in New York, but you never see the sights until somebody comes <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. And Velvet, like, before Pip came along and had, like, the moral clarity to say no and offer an alternative, like, was... Living her dream at the price of doing it on behalf of scum, yeah, <laughs> on 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 behalf of uh, like a a 
otherwise unthinkable moral compromise. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that Somber managed to, like, on some level absorb that, like, okay, well, the protagonist is the person who, like, is the only person uh, with, besides primary villains, with the animus <laughs> to create change. Um, but he, I guess in the hyperbolic, like, everything but more, the, what, the lesson he took away from that is that, oh yeah, the protagonist should be the only one with any agency at all. <laughs> The only one capable of making any decisions of any kind. But uh, I think we should probably wrap this up before we get too rambling. So, uh... um, okay. Uh, all lives can't matter until Black lives do. You can find uh, us at Thou Art Fi and uh, at Weirdington E. Res- at Weirdington respectfully, E. Uh, res- respective. Uh, uh, yes, both of those <laughs> things uh, show great respect, even to Fi, who is a filthy, dirty porn smith. That is. Uh, um, uh, actually, especially, uh, respect your sex mm-hmm. workers. I um, a fun redrawing of Little Pip, so if you want to go check that out on my Twitter. <laughs> and that one isn't horny, explicitly. Please don't um, horn up the baby. <laughs> uh, even though you have done that. Um, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. AU, uh, AU, anyway. Uh, so Thou Art Fi is very not safe for work. Uh, Whereas at Weirdington E uh, is um, cute animals, even uh, art tutorials. It's fun. Please email us uh, to weirdingtonesq at gmail.com. Uh, please send uh, your feedback. Let us know you're listening. Uh, send me recipes to try out uh, now that I'm in a new apartment and have a new kitchen to break yeah. in. Yeah. Fi? How's it doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, looking forward to, to the next chapter and, and looking forward to finally um, get, having that showdown between Little Pip and DJ Pond 3 over all of this, uh, this business. But overall, um, having a great time and I'm glad to be recording this. All right. Well, I'll have to take your word for it. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.